Hi, welcome to the Reds We See, where we talk about our favorite team, Toronto FC. I'm Dan. And I'm Corey. Today we're going to talk about the upcoming playoffs. It's a few days away as we await for uh, Toronto FC's first opponent, which uh, I'm hoping it's uh, Montreal. Montreal would be a good team to, to have a good another, another playoff match against. You know, forever you know, in our shadow. We can spank them and then just move on. That's it, right? <laughs> We're done. That, We're good. For that to happen, Montreal has to win against New England. And yep. uh, Miami has to beat uh, – who's Miami playing? Nashville. That's right, yeah. I don't know. I would kind of like to see Nashville make it through. But uh, <laughs> I'd still rather see us spank Montreal. Right. It would be a Cinderella story for sure if Miami could uh, not only in their first year make the playoffs but win a game. Thoroughly agree with that. Are you excited about the playoffs, or has this uh, whole COVID thing taken you out for a loop and made you lose a little interest, gain interest? <laughs> Who knows? Well, well, the timing going along with the international break has been, um, I don't know, kind of taken focus away from the MLS, I find. But I have been watching a lot more, uh, a lot more diverse worth of games, a lot more teams I wouldn't be seeing normally. But right. Then, as for you, you're saying, yeah, I think it's kind of taken away a bit from the playoffs. We were all excited for the supporter shield, and then that got taken away and then brought back. Yeah, what, what and happened then... there? I thought that was ours. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why they took it away. <laughs> oh, man, some injuries caught up to us, I'm sure, is uh, good enough reasoning for me, and I'll let it go. And uh, this team is still uh, on top. Mm-hmm. Second place is uh, second place overall is definitely nothing, nothing wrong. No, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. We've uh, we've had a good four or five years here, and uh, I'm really hoping 2020 turns into another great year at the end of it, with a mm-hmm. uh, MLS Cup lifting in the air with uh, Toronto FC lads doing the lifting. Right. That would, uh, that would really make uh, this crappy year. <laughs> <laughs> a little more enjoyable, especially since yeah. we only had the one match live with them. It's uh, It's been kind of hard. It has been. I'm, I'm, has already, been. Uh, I'm already dreaming of 2021 and uh, not going. <laughs> Got to go dust off the old seat, right? Oh, it better be nice and clean and shiny <laughs> for me. That's all I got to say. Uh, that's for sure. Do you, uh, do you expect everyone back? Is there someone that's... Uh, you're scared won't be back in time for the playoffs due to injuries. Due to injuries? Um, you know, you'd like to see Akinola out there, but of course you also want to see the highest played player in uh, Josie. Um, but it's questionable like last year. Do you throw him in at the end or do you let him build the chemistry throughout the playoffs? Like, is it, is it going to be there? Is he going to be match ready? Well, you know, if we listen to everything we listened to all year while he was always recovering and never fully match fit ready until he was ready to get hurt again. Yeah. It would make no sense to actually play him because he obviously no. isn't match ready. No. I mean, if that was the reasoning and excuse the whole season why we never saw him when he was healthy, mm-hmm. then why would we throw him in? That's it. Right? When... Currently, Akinola, every time he gets on the pitch, has been doing something. Now, I love Josie Altador, and I hope he's mm-hmm. 110% match fit ready. 
But if we're going by what we've been told all year, that seems to be an impossible thing. It's very true. It's very true. And you have to get into his um, minutes management. Is he a starter or is he uh, somebody you bring in late in the match? Like, he's, are we are me, we even are we even still talking minutes management? Three four games yeah. the cup. That's you know we're not going a whole it, right? season anymore. We no. didn't go a whole season this year. No. Sorry, that's, that's a touchy one with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I feel like I've never been told the full full story of what's going on because. He was healthy, but not match fit ready. But everybody else was match fit ready. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is the highest paid player not ready? He got paid. Fault is it? Is it Josie's <laughs> fault? Is it staff's fault for whatever? Is it medical's fault? Is it having a bad day at home fault? I don't know. Yeah, right? I never Oops. will know. It's not my business. But damn it. <laughs> if we did go play, play, if we did play at home and we were watching, a lot of people would be upset. They'd be going, wait a minute, where's our star pa- player? Yeah, that's it. You know, where's the superstar? Mm-hmm. And of course, on the flip side, let's flip it over to something positive by bringing up Paws himself. Up for MVP. Yeah. Yep. I uh, would love to see him get it. I'm sure a lot of people would love to see him have it. Do you think he's going to get it? He's very deserving of it this year it- for sure. For sure. He's uh, swung games in TFC's favor all season long. Yeah, yeah. He's maybe not. Competi- he's got some good competition, though. He does. It's like Ladero very, uh... this year, Nicholas Ladero for Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think that's his only competition in my mind. Yeah, it's fair to say. There's a couple couple of the top five that are, uh, I'd say, are in pretty good running. But... Nah, nah. No, it's Ladero or Paz for me. That's Ladero it. or Paz. Oh, With that's Paz it. being uh, on top of that list. That's it. There. That's Did it get right? you a little excited just thinking hey, we're going to see these guys play again shortly? That's it, right? I, I would love to see uh, Paz against Ladero on the uh, when's the final game. Uh, what is it? It would be round four. I don't even round know how many and... rounds there are. I'm so confused <laughs> that nowadays play-in games, buy games, that's here, it. just no. have a game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's great North to American see the, uh, playoffs all over. Here we go. That's <laughs> I was saying offline the, uh, the amount of people surrounded and sitting around a round table or some sort of boardroom table at the MLS headquarters can't figure out exactly which way they want to go, whether they want the American model or the uh, FIFA model, and their meshing of the two is just throwing everybody for a loop. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh... I can relate to that, and I'll tell you, um, it may sound exciting and be exciting, but one-off games just for, uh, you know, the biggest uh, trophy of the year for me is not uh, – I prefer the home and away. Um, yeah, the legs were good. Yeah, the two-leg games and stuff like that for playoffs, that works for me. Now, if yep. it was something new for this year due to COVID, I'd fully understand and I'd be very accepting of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching the one-off games last year, yeah, they were exciting, but I, I don't know if there was enough of them. I also don't like that uh, you can win the whole damn thing and not play a single game at home. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's Again, that's uh, me. That's my personal thoughts, but uh, I'm sure there's TFC, a lot of people that are with me on that. TFC snuck out that home game last season in the playoffs. Yes. Not a lot of people thought they were going to get that, but they pulled it out, and that was good to see. But as for the legs, I can kind of understand that there is a lot of uh, – with the North American 
pro sports having series or whichever. Um, and the two games, most goals with a Wagles weighted more does get a little confusing. I remember uh, we took, I took the misses out to, I think it was against uh, the Red Bulls a couple years ago. And it was leg two. And TFC lost one nothing, I believe. But on aggregates, they won two to one. So TFC lost, but everybody was cheering. And she's sitting there looking around going, what's happening? Yes, but, but you educated her, and now That's she it. knows. <laughs> okay? So now she, can, she knows she can cheer for a loss. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it's learning any sports. I'm sure if yeah. you took her to her first baseball game, she would have been confused. Well, she'll teach me more about baseball than I can teach her, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I said it. First, she's going to wonder when the sporting part's going to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, it's two sides of the coins for everything, but there are, like you said, it's educational. Like, there's hardcore soccer fans all throughout the league that are in the same boat you are. They, it's, it's, well, they do this throughout the entire league. Why can't they do that here? Right. Well, for me, it's, it's also, the, I, I would have loved to hear what the uh, owners of all the teams thought. Mm -hmm. Because part of making the playoffs is also making extra income. It's That's a it. business. Mm -hmm. The league is a business. So I can't see ownerships all agreeing and loving, or I mean, I don't know if they had <laughs> to agree or if they were told, but agreeing to have, possibly never have a home game during the playoffs. It's hard enough, well, to make the playoffs easier every year by letting more teams into the playoffs, but it's hard enough to make the playoffs. And some, some of the teams, they need the playoffs to actually get, get into the black financially. Yep. So I don't, I don't know. And, and we're not a big enough league yet where the TV money is the be all end all it's gate mm -hmm. gates and vendors and all that. That's where they're making the money or that's as much as I believe. But I don't know. I'll get well, over it, and I'll still cheer my Reds any day, anytime. That's it. 25 years in the MLS, and it's still growing pains, right? It is. It is. <laughs> I, uh, let's, see what, let's see where it's at in 25 more years. I mean, how old are you, and you're still growing? <laughs> oh, yeah, hair. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So the game's... Uh, Coming up on uh, Tuesday, it's the yep. 24th of November. We don't know who we're playing yet. I do hope it's Montreal because why not? Let's have two Canadian teams playing in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Canadian either, TV. <laughs> that's it. It's either what, what would it be, either uh, Red Bull Arena or Rentschler Field? It would be Rentschler Field, wouldn't it? Because uh, TFC is higher seated. TFC's. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, adopted home. That's it. That's right. So Hartford. if it is those teams, does TSN actually send a crew down? Because who's going to be talking? <laughs> uh, that'll be uh, they'll be sitting at home here in Toronto, calling the game from there. Well, well, there'd be no crew there, would there? Yes, there's not. no American team to you know have the yeah. U.S. stations care. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. I'm wondering. It's that's a good question. So it's that TSN question. or RDS. Somebody has to send uh, a video crew down. Yeah. Either way, we'll find out who it is. Outsource. And uh, we'll talk again after the first game, and hopefully it's a big win, and we'll uh, 
enjoy a few of these. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll either enjoy a few of them or just slam a few of them back anyways. <laughs> there you go. Come on, you Reds. Come on, you Reds. Cheers. Cheers.